Hello and welcome to the Daily Catholic Catechism Podcast. My name is Dan and it's a pleasure to have you here. Today is December 22nd and we will be reading paragraphs 2787 through 2794. And we are talking about uh, Article 2, Our Father Who Art in Heaven. And today we're uh, continuing with the section on the uh, Our Father. And then we'll start a section on Who Art in Heaven. So breaking it up a little bit. And today is the fourth Sunday of Advent. So the final Sunday of Advent. So happy Sunday, everybody. Hope you have a great uh, close to your Advent season and uh, upcoming Christmas holidays. A beautiful time of year. Uh, We begin in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. When we say our Father, we recognize first that all his promises of love announced by the prophets are fulfilled in the new and eternal covenant in his Christ. We have become his people, and he is henceforth our God. This new relationship is the purely gratuitous gift of belonging to each other. We are to respond to grace and truth given us in Jesus Christ with love love and faithfulness. Since the Lord's Prayer is that of his people in the end time, this hour also expresses the certitude of our hope in God's ultimate promise. In the new Jerusalem, he will say to the victor, I will be his God, and he shall be my son. When we pray to our Father, we personally address the Father of our Lord, Jesus Christ. By doing so, we do not divide the Godhead since the Father is its source and origin, but rather confess that the Son is eternally begotten by him, and the Holy Spirit proceeds from him. We are not confusing the persons, for we confess that our communion is with the Father and his Son, Jesus Christ, in their one Holy Spirit. The Holy Trinity is consubstantial and indivisible. When we pray to the Father, we adore and glorify him together with the Son and the Holy Spirit. Grammatically, our qualifies a reality common to more than one person. There is only one God, and he is recognized as Father by those who, through faith in his only Son, are reborn of him by water and the Spirit. The Church is this new communion of God and men, united with the only Son who has become the firstborn among many brethren, She is in communion with one and the same Father in one and the same Holy Spirit. In praying our Father, each of the baptized is praying in this communion. The company of those who believed were of one heart and soul. For this reason, in spite of the divisions among Christians, this prayer to our Father remains our common patrimony and an urgent summons for all the baptized. In communion by faith in Christ and by baptism, they ought to join in Jesus' prayer for the unity of his disciples. Finally, if we pray the Our Father sincerely, we leave individualism behind, because the love that we receive frees us from it. The Our at the beginning of the Lord's Prayer, like the Us of the last four petitions, excludes no one. If we are to say it truthfully, our divisions and oppositions have to be overcome. 
The baptized cannot pray to our Father without bringing before him all those for whom he gave his beloved Son. God's love has no bounds, neither should our prayer. Praying our Father opens to us the dimensions of his love revealed in Christ. Praying with and for all who do not yet know him, so that Christ may gather into one the children of God. God's care for all men and for the whole of creation has inspired all the great practitioners of prayer. It should extend our prayer to the full breadth of love whenever we dare to say, Our Father. Roman numeral 4, Who art in heaven. This biblical expression does not mean a place, space, but a way of being. It does not mean that God is distant, but majestic. Our Father is not elsewhere. He transcends everything we can conceive of his holiness. It is precisely because he is thrice holy that he is so close to the humble and contrite heart. Our Father who art in heaven is rightly understood to mean that God is in the hearts of the just, as in his holy temple. At the same time, it means that those who pray should desire the one they invoke to dwell in them. Heaven could also be those who bear the image of the heavenly world, and in whom God dwells and tarries. Thus ends our reading today from the Catechism of the Catholic Church. The website is dailycatholiccatechism.com, and you can email me at dailycatholiccatechism at gmail.com. God bless you all, and may these teachings handed down by the Apostles of Christ strengthen your faith and lead you to everlasting life. Amen.